Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another Plotty Time miniseries episode. Boom. This time, just like the last two, we told you we were going to do this. We were going to get to... The new Mortal Kombat film. The real Mortal Kombat. It was uh, it, it was like a reboot of the entire series. Kind of just ignores the other two movies. Just does its own thing. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> that worked out great. Uh, if you want to, you can go back. You can listen to the other two episodes. We did the 1996 Mortal Kombat original, and we did the 1997 Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Spoiler, they sucked. Yeah, they weren't great. <laughs> Well, now they don't have to go back and listen to them. We didn't care for them. <laughs> but uh, now we're talking about Mortal Kombat, the 2021 version that was released back in April, I believe. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. April 2021. It rated R, hour 50 minutes, directed by Simon McQuoid. Who's he? I have no idea. It's, <laughs> I also tried to read that as McQuaid, but that is incorrect. It's M-C-Q-U-O-I-D. McCoyd. Yeah. Oh my goodness. He has almost as few as credits as I do. He's got. <laughs> he, was time. <laughs> he was on Potty Time. Did you guys have someone on here before me? Wow. You should see this guy's direct. This director's uh, IMDb page. He has directed and produced the film Mortal Kombat. Okay. And he directed something called The Nighttime Economy, a video short back in 2014. Well, he did a good job with Mortal Kombat. At least. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he's from the uh, the music video world. He's been directing music video. I don't know. Well, he did a... Maybe straight out of college. Uh, he looks like a at least a 50-year-old man. 50-year-olds can go to college. That's a good point. You're right. <laughs> I'm being ageist. You're right. Yeah, what the fuck? Man? You're right. I'm the asshole. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> but uh, this one starts in an old Jap... Japanese village, because we're at Scorpion's house. Yes, sir. Scorpion in this is Japanese, mm-hmm. and Sub-Zero is Chinese. Yep, didn't see that coming. No, and I didn't under... Not that that matters as much, because they seem to both understand each other when they talk. Yeah. Did they? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was thinking about it, and like, I think they were just... Both talking at each other? I don't know if they responded to each other at all. But how weird is that? Like, they knew each other? Well, no, I think... You're right, because at some point, uh, uh, Scorpion said, you know, you may not understand my words, but know that you're going to die or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were just intensely speaking at each other in their native language, and the other person not comprehending anything they're saying. Yeah, they're both just threatening each other. (laughs) That is that makes this scene a whole other thing, right? Because it's very intense. It's a very intense dialogue. Oh, yeah, that was a great scene. So basically, uh, Scorpion is this guy by the name of Hanzo. His family is killed by Scorpion, or by his family's killed by Sub Zero. Sub Zero, yes. Who looks a lot more like an everyday soldier, not so much a Mortal Kombat fighter, but he still has this freezy freeze power. Yeah, he doesn't have his new suit yet. That's why. No. He's got to unlock it. But again, in this one, like I mentioned in the other ones, I always thought in my mind that Sub-Zero was the good guy and Scorpion was the bad guy. But I don't know if I just, you know, thought that 
No, I'm pretty sure Scorpion. Or if there was lore about it, I don't. I don't know. Maybe this one he's not. He's the good guy in this one. Yeah, exactly. A good guy, I guess. Yeah, there's a couple couple good guys in this one. Three or four. So basically, Sub Zero kills his whole family. He Hanzo was away. He comes back in. He fights Sub Zero and he loses. Yep, he dies pretty hard. And then turns into fire and goes straight to hell, apparently. Yeah, pretty much immediately, I guess. What did he I don't know what he did in his life to get immediately sent to hell like so fucking fast that the earth starts on fire to get you there. <laughs> yeah. You instantly turn to flames. Get I don't know, I don't know what else how else to say this, but permeated into the earth? Yeah, he just got like sucked right in. He just got sucked right in. <laughs> So he's getting sucked into the earth, and then we get the title, Mortal Kombat. Boom. With that iconic music. Wait, was that in this one? The dun, it was in dun, this dun, one, dun, but I don't think it was right here. Right. They sh- they played it late, like a version of it later in the movie. All right. Honestly, the song might have been the best thing about this first team. How could you not hear that song and get pumped up about it? Yeah, for real. Mortal Kombat. That's all it says over and over again. That's go listen to that on Spotify, kids. Yeah. If it, it's, don't listen to those other two episodes we recorded. Go listen to that song. Yeah, go listen to it. It's pretty good. Put it on your workout playlist or whatever. You won't regret it. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to take a step into the world of people who have workout playlists. <laughs> Jump slap. That's, I like that's, our, bo- that's our bread and butter. Which is, is it? Is it? All right. <laughs> So then we meet our uh, our other our, our main guy in this story, Cole. Cole, the Scorpion. Cole Young. <laughs> uh, Micro Scorpion. I don't. He he's not a character from any of the games. No, he's just a normal dude. Just a normal dude who I who does some kind of I don't want to call it underground fighting. It seems like it's sanctioned. Yeah, it's definitely amateur MMA shit. Yeah, he's like an amateur MMA style fighter. And he's not that great, and I guess he's getting a little bit older. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's only getting paid to do, like, shitty matches. Yeah, and he's getting, like, 200 bucks to get his ass kicked. Yeah. So this is where, unlike the first film in this trilogy, they also try to bypass the tournament. And then this is where Shang Tsung sends Sub-Zero to kill the Earth people that are going to be the fighters before the tourney even begins. Exactly. And now Sub-Zero says, I'm not, what's his name? I'm Sub-Zero. Yes. That's where he adopts his name. But uh, basically, in the lore of this movie, which I do like this. I like how they try to explain it, and it's not too stupid. (laughs) It's pretty dumb. But I guess people who have been uh, legacies or... Uh, deemed worthy to be fighters in this tournament, they have like a a dragon tattoo. Birthmark on their a bir- yeah, it's it's a it looks like a ta- it's like a yeah. birthmark yeah, but it looks like a dragon. It's weird, but that basically says that you are an elite fighter, and you're that's kind of like your intro to this tournament. Yeah, it's like you're the only way to get in. There's only so many of those tattoos around. Yeah, and Cole has one because he's legacy, I guess. Yeah, but. You don't find out why. You just know he's an orphan from the south side of Chicago, which he's he'll, he'll tell you all the time. <laughs> and then basically Jax comes into the MMA gym and recruits Cole. 
is the best way to say it. Yeah, I guess. He's just like, yeah, you could have been good there, you know, if you just did something. Yeah, he was kind of an asshole about it. And then everyone, he like leaves and everyone's like, that was weird anyway. Yeah. And then goes on with their day. Oh, and then he's like, that's a neat tattoo you got there. What is and it? And that's how he, he gets the connection there with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. Because then he shows, he's like, I got one of those too. But then after this, uh, Cole and his sister, or his daughter, his daughter are at the ice cream store. Yeah. And his wife, I think. And his wife. So he's got a family. He's got a wife and a daughter. And he's just getting his ass kicked for 200 bucks every day. <laughs> yeah. He can do better than that, I think. Come on, man. So they're having ice cream. They're just chilling. And then it starts snowing. And everyone's like, what's the deal here? And then all of a sudden, huge hail. Yeah, dude. Bowling ball size shit comes flying out of the air. I would have been like, dude, I've seen this. It's like day after tomorrow shit. I'm getting to a fucking library. I'm yeah, I'm jamming myself in the library. I'm getting that fire as hot as I can. <laughs> So the insta freeze stops before it hits this. Yeah, it's the first thing I do. <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> but then uh, Jax just shows up in his car and is like, "Get in!" And so he gets in, and they're off. Yep. And where do they go? They just drop off his family. And- they drop off his family, and I believe uh, ja- uh, Sub Jax is taking him to see Sonia. But at some point, they get interrupted by Sub Zero. Yes, that's right. And this is where Sub-Zero basically freezes and rips off Jax's arms, and they show it. It's yeah, gnarly. it was pretty badass. I love when he freezes the shotgun blast, too. Oh, yeah, he freezes the shotgun blast, which looks amazing, which looks <laughs> a billion t- I mean, I, yes, of course, we have 30 years more of technology, but th- 25 so good, years. Man. But it looked great. Like, it looked really awesome. He basically blasts his frost so hard directly at the shotgun, you can see the pellets, like, freezing as they're moving. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Definitely check that out. And then, like, the freeze permeates into the shotgun, and then he punches the shotgun, and it, like, shatters the front of it. Oh, yeah. Then he just does, like, a fucking, like, they're playing Mercy. Right. And he just has his hands twisted upside down, just freezing them, and it shows, like, fucking just blood flaking off into ice. It's fucking badass. It was gnarly. This movie certainly delivered on the gnarly gore. That's for damn sure. Faux show. Uh, because, so then, you know, uh, Cole gets away, and they head and they find San- uh, Sonia in Gary, Indiana, of all places. Yep, where she's been living forever. In some kind of plain boneyard, I guess? Yeah, it looked like she was in the middle of a dumpster. Like a <laughs> big dump. And then Jax and Sonia have been following the marking of on these people. And, like, trying to put together this whole tournament thing. Yeah. And they're not cops. They're, like, special ops people. Yes, they're special ops. And then just that's where they found Kano and his marking. And that's why they have him kidnapped at Sony's yes. place right now. Right. And Kano, well, how do you feel about Kano in this movie? I thought Kano was badass. And, yeah, pretty much the whole thing. I liked him. I, th- I liked his big asshole personality. But yeah, I never yeah. I never bought that he was going to fight for the Earth realm, like the good guys, quote-unquote. Well, he thought he was getting $3 million. That's a good point. That was a good scene That was where he's like, fine, I'll do it for $3 million, but <laughs> I get to keep everything I find, and that's that. And Sonya's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, sold. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I don't have fucking $3 million. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> where am I going to get it? <laughs> but uh, so Kino is a some kind of Australian criminal who's wanted in 34 countries or something yeah, wild something like, like that. that. Super criminal. 
And then this is where they get in the fight with Reptile. Yeah, that's a pretty fun fight, too. It's, he's like a human-sized Godzilla. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Type situation, and he can, like, stealth attack people and somehow still can't kill anybody. Yeah, why isn't he shooting fucking his venom on him? He could have just sprayed it on everybody. Boom. Boom. He could have snuck in while no one had any idea he was even in the building. He just went, blah, and at least took out one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Kano wasn't moving. Yeah. And then after the end of this fight, when they finally weaken Reptile, Kano rips his goddamn heart out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which is the classic Kano finishing move. Yeah. This movie was a lot of fan service, I'd say. Oh, definitely. The gore was... Chef's kiss. (laughs) So Kano shows them where Raiden's temple is upon the, you know, the agreed upon $3 million. Not for free. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, we're going to need a plane. He's like, I know someone with a plane. And then when they get dumped off on the plane, they're like, how long is it going to take? He's like, I don't know, 27, 28 days. I'd say 32. I don't know. Play it safe, 37. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? It took them like 37 hours total. Yeah, exactly. And the jumping off the plane sequence was pretty fun too because they basically had Cole, Sonya, and uh, was Jax? No, Jax is basically in... No, he's in... He just got taken to the temple. Yeah, he just got taken. Like, I guess he'll show up when he shows up there in in a rush because eventually he shows up later. But after they finally make their way to the temple... They find Liu Kang pretty much right away. Yeah, he finds them. He's like walking in the desert. He's like, oh, there you are. That's right. And then they get into the powers. And I do just want to say overall, I like this aspect of the film. Yeah, you had to learn your kata, I think they called it. Yeah, and it's like the tattoo meant they were basically eligible to get a power at the temple or for the tournament. Yeah, they just had to train for it. Yeah, and I gathered that these powers weren't permanent forever everywhere like they were just specific to either the fighting tournament or the temple is that correct or am i just making that up i'm pretty sure they're everywhere because kano uses his back in uh uh sonya's house later that's true when they're like teleporting around yeah yeah okay they have these these tattoos those markings we were discussing and because you have that, it says that you can be able to learn like some kind of secret power, but they don't know what their power is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be random. So, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Because Liu Kang just fucking fires a fireball at Kano. He's like, oh, how'd you do that? Oh, does that mean I'm getting powers? <laughs> and he's, he's so psyched. He's yeah. like, wait, I'm going to get a power? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then uh, eventually he does. Yeah. And it, that's a good scene too as well. Yeah, it is. This is where Jax shows up. He's rehabbing his... He got these, like, wiry kind of bullshitty fake robot arms. Not bullshitty. They're still very functional arms. <laughs> yeah, they're arms. They work. They're arms. They work. They're just not for fighting, you know? Yeah. Kano makes fun of them, too. It's like, oh, do they make those in men's sizes? Ah, uh, yes. Classic uh, Kano. Fucking Kano. <laughs> and then this is this is the scene where Kung Lao shows up, and we meet Kung Lao for the first time, who is like... Kung Lao isn't at the top of the food chain like Raiden, but he's all he's like the manager. Yeah. What is his relation to Liu Kang? I don't know. I think they just both made it to the temple first. Like, I don't know. Since they've been there. Yeah, they, I guess it was just them two for a while. They're like, you want to watch a movie or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty much how it went. 
Yeah. I love what but, he's uh, like. There's also, there's a lot of like self-respect between the two of them. Yeah. Or respect between the two of them. Actually, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Liu Kang. The other one. Kung, Kung Lao. Lao. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think Kung Lao taught Liu Kang, I think. Maybe he was his mentor, but I mean, yeah, he, they both yeah. have the mark. Yeah, exactly. It could have been maybe they found each other years ago in a bitch. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter because uh, this is where Kung Lao starts a bunch of shit with Kano and brings out his power, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, they just start making fun of him at the dinner table. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. He's like, that's way better than fireballs, you wuss. <laughs> you got a hat. I got a fucking laser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because Kano can now shoot laser out of his eyes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Just like in the game, which they never really explained in the game. They just explained he was like half robot, right? Yeah, I figured. It was like a Terminator thing. I thought it was like a a RoboCop or something where he's like, he got injured and they just put a laser in his eye instead of a regular eye. Just a bunch of robot shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I hear you. And then this is where Cole, remember Cole's our main character, which I often forget about this movie. <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, this is where he founds out, finds out that Raiden, uh, that Scorpion is his dad, because he was just an orphan, like I said. And then he decides to leave the tournament, because yeah. his power wasn't coming to him as fast as the other people. Yeah, a real fucking baby about it. Yeah, Raiden's like, fine, you want to leave? Leave. Like, I can't make you stay, but we need you desperately, so please stay. And he's like, all right, later. And then he goes back to his family. Yeah, well, Raiden knew what would happen. Of course. I think, right? I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, he just didn't expect it. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, either he's going to get his power or he's going to be fucking dead. One of the two. Oh, my whole family might be dead. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. Might as well kill the innocents. Yeah, exactly. Yep, so he goes back to his family. What happens then? Fucking Goro shows up, right? Yeah, this is where we meet Goro. Starts kicking fucking Scorpion's ass all over the place. Yeah, we meet a couple people. We meet uh we meet Kane or uh Goro here, we meet oh, yeah. Melina, Cabal Natara, Cabal. Cabal's badass too. Yeah, Cabal's a pretty bad I like how they actually gave, you know, those robots some fucking character in this movie. Yeah, he's Cabal says like Kano killed him. And that's how he's in the Exactly. He's like the reason I'm on this ventilator or whatever. But he said something yeah. like, that guy's a real piece of shit. He'll join our side. Yeah. <laughs> so that that I thought that was really cool. Where they're like, we need to get it. We need to infiltrate these guys. All right, well, this guy's a piece of shit. This should be no problem. Yeah, we should be able to sway him. And then this is where, is this where Goro goes after Cole? Yeah. This is where we get like our first like throwdown. Yeah, this is Goro at Cole's farm. Fucking fucking up the whole farm. The barn gets torn down. Yeah, this is like uh, like five fights at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Sonya is fighting Melina. Melina, who is a badass. I love the concept that you have Melina, and every time she like opens her mouth wide or like does the full mouth opening, like it cuts her. Yeah, it like it's healing the whole time until she does it, and then just rips it open again. Exactly. That, that's pretty. Badass. It's pretty fucking gnarly. <laughs> and then Jax is fighting. I don't know who the guy was. I just have hair hammer man. Yeah, I don't know. I think they said his name, but it was just like so stupid. Is he actually in the games? I don't. There probably was. They got so many fucking characters in this game. Yeah, I'm looking. There's something called General Raiko. That's it, Raiko. Yeah, I guess he was in the games. Oh wow! Yeah, 
First showed up in Mortal Kombat 4. Apparently, Jax has a thing against him. I guess, I don't even remember that character, but all right. Anyway, so he's there. And then you've got Liu Kang fighting Cabal. And then the Kung Lao fight. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that, Chomp Slap? What happens in the Kung Lao fight? <laughs> Wait, is this when he fights the... The siren or whatever? Yes. Well, the siren's flying around. That is... It's not Malia. That's Natara, I believe. Yes, Natara. Whatever. He's flying around. <laughs> and he does his finisher move where his hat just spins in the ground like a fucking saw blade. And That's exactly what it is, yes. Does she fly in there by herself? Or does he throw her in there? I got the impression that he was like pushing her into it. Okay, yeah. So there you go. Flawless victory. Kills her instantly. Yeah. I guess this was like Shang Tsung's like baby project. It's like, oh, this is my champion, <laughs> yeah. my badass. And she flies in and comes out like, this This is nothing. And he jumps at her back, bam, right into the sun. Oh, yeah. There you go. And then Shang Tsung's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Shang Tsung kind of fucks him up. You see the whole thing. You see a skull getting cut in half by a circular saw. Yeah. Like we said... This game is super fucking gnarly. Yeah, it definitely shows fatalities like they, what you think they'd look like, you know. This is also the moment where Cole gets his his gold-plated armor stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because it took his wife literally within six inches of her death for him to get his fucking special power. Right? Yeah, that was, that was a close one. <laughs> Goro was any faster. Fuck, they would have been dead. And then he beats the shit out of Goro and, like, slashes, slashes his guts right open. Oh, yeah. Because he gets a weapon out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I guess part of his power is he can manifest arm knives. Yeah. Arm knives and fucking golden armor of some sort. Yeah, and later in the movie, even when people, like, sneak up on him and attack him, they hit him in the armor. It's like, dude, hit him in the face. He's got nothing on his <laughs> yeah, face. Look at his head. It's wide open. His head is wide open. And then, yeah, Goro's fucking dead. Jack survived, but he's he's kind of like a little fucked up because he's got these little weak-ass robot arms. <laughs> yeah. But then, at some point, he saves Sonya by, like, lifting up a big rock, and that starts his kata, and he has now badass robot arms. Oh, yeah. He needed to save her life, too. I don't understand why every movie has to have Jax. I don't... I never liked Jax's character. But, yeah, why Sonya in every one, too? That's true. I feel like the most interesting characters, which they finally realized in this movie, were Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Yeah. And then going from there, I mean, Liu Kang was a big one. Johnny Cage was a big one. And then Sonya was a secondary, I thought. And Kano was a secondary. Yeah. I never thought Kano would be in every fucking movie, you know? Yeah. Absolutely not. Cabal? Cabal, yeah. He was in Mortal Kombat 2. I yeah, think. I think Maybe he showed up for a second. But anyway, so Shang Tsung... Now fights Kung Lao, and then Kung Lao dies here. He gets his soul sucked out. Yeah, but I have him does a sack move. Does he jump in does front he? of something? He may do it so they could get away. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. So Raiden can, like, use lightning power to transport them places? Yeah, I think that's what... Well, I don't know. I just remember him. He just, like, jumps in front and then gets fucked up, and his soul gets sucked out of his head. Right, and then Raiden does his last move to like rip Cole out of there. Yeah. Yep. And Liu Kang as well got taken back and he barely survived the fight with Cabal. So the good guys took a hit. They're pretty fucked up. Yeah. 
to hurt him. Except, except Jax has bionic arms. Because I did forget to mention that when Sonya's fighting uh, Melina, Melina licks her blood and then says, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't even have the fucking You're not even the chosen one. You're fucking nothing. This is a waste of my time. And then bloop, blips away. Yep. He's gone. And then that's where Kano dies because he starts fighting Sonya and... No, she kills him later, maybe. No, yeah, because this is when they all group up and they're like, all right, we'll take them one at a time. Raiden, you can transport anyone anywhere. Transport us all in groups so we can just fight one-on-one. Yeah, because the last, like, 40 minutes of this movie move, man. (laughs) It's fighting to fighting to death to fighting. Uh, There are very few breaks, really. Yeah. This is like showing three or four fights all at once, too. Yeah, and like we've got the Sonya Kano fight. We've got the Jax versus Raiko. Yep. And then we've got Cabal versus Liu Kang and Cole versus Melina. Yes. Uh, we have Sonya ends up killing Kano and getting his <laughs> mark, because I guess that's how it works, too. If you kill a person with a mark, you get the mark. Oh, yeah, because that's how Jax got his. Killed some dude on one of their missions, he says. Just like a hero cop would. Yeah, and Sonya kills Kano with a fucking lawn gnome. Jammed in his eye. Yeah. It was kind of lame. Yeah. I didn't, and she fucking has her kata right away? Yeah, like immediately. Like she immediately took She it knows exactly it. what to do. How does she know she has these fucking... Like with precision. She was yeah. on the other side of the room. Right? Because she basically saves Cole when he's fighting Melina because he's about to die. And she throws her... Energy bracelets. <laughs> Energy bracelets, I guess. <laughs> her, her arm beams and blasts a hole through Melina. Which is gnarly as fuck. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. That was definitely a fatality. And then you've got the Jax versus Raiko, and he does the arm slam head explosion. That was a fatality, too. That was cool. Absolutely. That was gnarly. <laughs> yeah. that's He just, like, claps his head, explodes, and he's just like, yeah, these motherfuckers work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. And then this is also where Liu Kang turns it up, too, and turns into the dragon that eats Cabal. Yeah, that was badass looking too. Yeah, man. They this is where they showed off all the fatalities right here. Yeah. Really. And then while they're fighting, Sub Zero goes for Cole's family and he lures in Cole to like a one on one fight, basically. Yeah. Where are they they're fighting in like a fucking gym. I guess maybe his fight gym. I don't know, because it was all like frozen over Sub Zero world too. Yeah. It was weird. Maybe it's Sub Zero's house, I don't know. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, he has an MMA cage in his house. And it's all frozen over? Yeah. Like that Wayne Gretzky commercial? <laughs> Remember that one? I do. And uh, Sub-Zero, they fight. Sub-Zero's about to kill him. And then Scorpion shows up out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. How the hell is this? He comes from hell. Yes, that's right. That is the story we're dealing with. Cole's father, Scorpion, who was killed in like the first five minutes of this thing, first seven minutes, he mm-hmm. was in hell. Because remember, he got permeated into the ground, into hell. Yes. And then he's like, I learned, I didn't, you know, hell was, hell ain't shit. I learned how to control hell. And yeah. now I have I spit fucking literal fire. But he really couldn't come back from the dead until one of his ancestors, or one of his, what's the opposite of an ancestor? Pro- Procestor? <laughs> well, until one of his processors had, <laughs> Had to see the same exact thing he saw of his frozen child. That's the only way he'd come back from hell. I guess I guess they'd be ancestors too, right? Because we always think of ancestors as backwards, but I guess it could be for it does not yeah, matter. I don't know. Whatever. And then he this is the fun like, do we know that Cole speaks Japanese? 
I don't think he does. No, because it, it, I think it was clear to him that that was his dad. Like, I think he did get it in the scene, and we're supposed to gather that he understood that was his father's Oh, that was right? his dad? Yeah, Scorpion's his dad. Oh, yeah. We went over this. I guess, yeah, earlier. I guess it, I, for some reason I thought it was like generations ago. It it was he was like the last of the bloodline. Oh, you're right. Maybe it, no, no, because it had to be because that's that's the whole story of him being a fucking orphan. That's a good point. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It, I guess this happened in the seventies. <laughs> yeah, I guess eighties maybe. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. But yes, so it just says it's credited here as Scorpion as his ancestor. Whatever. It could have been generations. It does not matter. Yeah, whatever. Uh. He's related to Scorpion. And the point I'm getting at, the funny thing about this is that I think he puts it together that that's his family that came back and saved him. But then he says this thing in Japanese about keeping the bloodline alive. Oh, yeah. like, what the fuck? Did, what did he say? Did you get that? I don't understand Japanese. See, I thought maybe he just understood it because they had that bond. Or maybe like in Hell World, he can speak in whatever language he wants to oh, and yeah. he'll understand. Like universal translations. Like a babblefish situation? Yeah, there you go. Oh, Jesus. That was foo. But yeah, man. I just thought it was wild that they fought in an ice octagon. Yeah, and he would have got his ass kicked if his fucking daddy didn't step up. He was listening to these fucking scrubs on the street. Like, <laughs> he, that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've got this armor plating, but what does that mean? You'll knock off knives, I guess? They can't stab you? Yeah. And your he, head's still out there, bro. Well, doesn't he get the the fucking chain eventually? Cole? Does he? Does he? He gets the... I don't think so. Did I miss it? I might have missed at it. At the end of the chain, the fucking point. Oh, the, the stabby point. Yeah. That's right. He does get that and then stabs Sub-Zero. And he's like, what the... F- what? And that's what caused him to yeah, pause and get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Anyway, afterward, Raiden shows up with Liu Kang, Sonya, and Jax. Uh, Shang Tsung also rolls in. He says, death is only another portal. He's like, yeah, man, you, you won this round, but like no one's ever really dead. So it basically implied that Sub-Zero is going to be back in the next one, right? Like yeah. these people, any, anyone could come back at will. It doesn't matter. Cause if they go, once they die in the overworld, they go, they go to the netherworld, right? I guess. I don't know because he, he they made the uh, implication that Sub-Zero was going to be back and they had him like disappearing into mist. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if, if anyone can just come back whenever, what's well, Scorpion what are the here? couldn't come back until he mastered the fires of hell, I guess. Oh, that's even cheaper. Then they make a they make a path back for the characters they want to bring back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cheap. They realize well, you know, the good guys they realize they won. And then the plan is to go recruit more oh, fighters, more yes. champions. And then what happens in this final scene? <laughs> Tell the people. Well, Cole Cole, right? That was his name. He's yes. uh, packing up his shit at the gym he used to work at, mm-hmm. and he's his fucking boss, manager, whatever comes in. He's like, "Hey, I got this fight lined up for you. What are you, where, are you where, where are you going?" Cole's like, "I'm going to Hollywood." He's like, "What's in <laughs> Hollywood?" It's like, "It's not what, it's who." And you just see a poster of Johnny Cage in. Some type of movie. So yeah, we're I guess we're gonna see Johnny Cage in the sequel. Yeah, I like how they made sure not to like show his face. It just like shows his boots. 
Yeah, maybe the they're hoping that or maybe they're hoping that uh you know Brad Pitt will see this and be like, Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> you know, leave that door open, you know? That would be nice. I'd watch it. That's it. Let's just we're running long here, so let's get into it. Let's get into your final thoughts, Sir Chomp Slab. What do you got? Well, not surprisingly, this was the best of the three. I agree. I thought I thought the movie was actually pretty good. It just as far as the fighting went, it was a couple good just it was way better fighting than the first two. Yeah, I I think I mean the movie wasn't perfect. Like it had its flaws, for sure. Yeah, but I mean the fatalities and the gore and there was that one scene where Luke Kang does a triple sweep kick to Kano when they're training. It's just great. Mhm. So, yeah. In all, I'd say this was actually a really good movie. Go watch it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot more than the original two, especially when, you know, I went back and watched them. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy, like the first time I watched this movie, I didn't like it that much because I took it as a movie. And sometimes, man, you just got to turn your brain off and enjoy some Mortal Kombat, you know? Yeah. I took it more as a Mortal Kombat than an actual movie, you know? Right. Like, is this going to be in the running for the Oscars? No. But you know what? It's fucking fun. Sure was. And I think the only really part I didn't like about it, I, I did want to see me some Johnny Cage. I'm a big fan of Johnny Cage, but I understand why he wasn't there. Uh, not just to save people for the sequel, which is a big reason. Yeah. But also, like, Johnny Cage in the universe of Mortal Kombat has this huge, massive personality. And you kind of already had that with Kano. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have worked with both of them. That's definitely the movie, true. Good call. So... I, there were some characters I would have liked to see, but, you know, they could always be in the sequel. And the characters I liked that died, I guess, supposedly could always come back. Um, it would be a bummer if they were on, like, the third or fourth one and they just pulled out these characters like I've never heard of that are only from, like, the new games. Because everybody else is fucking dead. <laughs> but I guess we'll see what happens. Um, I'm expecting a sequel. I I think this was fun. Was uh, I felt like there was way too much time in between Sonya telling him what the score is. And them getting to the fighting. Like that whole training sequence stuff with like Liu Kang and Kung Lao. We could have cut a little bit of that out. Yeah. I don't think this, this movie would have been a sweet hour, 25 minutes, hour 30. It was a little long in now. Well, they had to show fucking Cole fail a lot. You know what I mean? Did they? I mean, do we even need Cole? He was like, was he even in any of these games? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess they didn't need to show him. They didn't need to show him failing, but they chose to show him failing a lot. Took up a good half hour of the movie. Just him fucking sucking at life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That could have been 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I, I think from what I'm reading in this, they've just... This guy only exists in the movie. Who, Cole? Yeah. I thought he was Scorpion. Maybe he becomes Scorpion later? Yeah. I'm pretty sure at the end of the movie, he has the fucking... The whole thing. Maybe that's the thing. He becomes the new Scorpion. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I might have missed that. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe they didn't say it, but I just assumed that's where it was going. And then we're gonna have another scorpion, Sub Zero face off. Yeah, like we can see Sub Zero's kids or whatever, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, I'm excited for the sequel. I, let's see where it goes. Yep, true that. But that's gonna do it for our Mortal Kombat mini series where we went over all three of the films. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm a lot of talking about this. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we put a lot of talking into movies that, yeah, shouldn't have talked for. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't about. care about. 
It's almost fucking two hours now. If you have a lot of thoughts about Mortal Kombat, the remake, where could they send that email to Sir Chompslap? Well, send it to plottytimeatgmail.com and I will read and respond. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials, where on earth would they do that? That's just at Plotty Time on the Twitters, the tubes, the grams, the what what have you. <laughs> you can head over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Rate, review everywhere. Just do it everywhere. Yeah, fucking do it. And then, uh, yeah, that does it for us. So get out there, play some games. We'll be back eventually with another miniseries. I don't know of what, but we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure something out. So we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.